welcome to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. In this podcast, we discuss the how-to of creating conscious leadership for business, life and the world. With ordinary people doing extraordinary things and being truly in control of their own health, wealth and happiness. Knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. Introducing your host, Julie Hogbin, author, international speaker, mentor, disruptor and creator of Conscious Leadership and property investor living in the UK. Hello listeners, I thought I would read you the chapter that I wrote in a book called The Authorities, which is powerful wisdom for leaders in the field. There's me, plus eight other authorities. I take lead in this book and my chapter's about motivation does activate and sustain behaviour. And I've co-authored it with Raymond Darren, Marcy Shimoff and Dr John Gray, who are all New York Times bestsellers. And I thought I'd share the chapter with you here. So, motivation does activate and sustain behaviour. And this is a subject I've already done a couple of episodes on. And it's key to what we do with our life. And I'm going to bring the chapter down into sections because it's quite a long chapter in the book. It's about 20 odd pages. I'm not going to read it all in one go. Um, So I'll break it down. So there'll be a few episodes. So motivation does activate and sustain behaviour. How to bring results in life and business by me, Julie Hogbin. Before we talk about motivation in any great detail, it would be a good idea to cover the basics about what motivation really is. There are many, many theories and huge amounts of research that's been conducted on the subject over many decades. And to be honest, with all the information out there, it can be confusing as to what it all means. One thing is for sure, one theory, one piece of information does not cover it all as each researcher has their own bent and interpretation on the subject. It is when you're able to link it all together that it starts to make sense and you are able to do something with the information to help yourself. I have researched, read about, practiced and taught this subject to over 20,000 leaders in life, business and the entrepreneurial market, both one-on-one and in small groups, for over three decades and I'm still learning. This chapter is based around my knowledge, my interpretation and a definite definition of motivation that I've worked with for a long time. I have neither found nor developed a better definition a better definition yet. Excuse the stumbles. So motivation is a conscious or unconscious driving force that arouses and directs action towards the achievement of a desired goal. So what does this mean in reality? It means that we are motivated by internal and external factors and that sometimes we know what those factors are and sometimes we don't. Our actions and thoughts are both conscious and unconscious in nature. It also means that the motives provoke a reaction and an, and an action that help us get something we want, a goal. And as a driving force, they are powerful. So my first questions to you are, what is your goal? What are you working towards? How many goals do you have? What is driving you? And how conscious are you? Motivation is an internal force. 
We are the only ones who can motivate us. And motivation can be affected by external influences. Ultimately, it is us and only us that make the decision to do or not to do something. Nobody can make you feel or do anything. And it is your absolute choice to capitulate and do or to resist and not do. We make the decision based on the information we have at the time and how confident we feel. There are many emotions and personal characteristics that come into play when we're talking about motivation and all that entails. When we say that others motivate us, what it really means is that they have created an environment that inspires us to do something. We make the decision out of fear in some cases, because we know it makes sense in other cases, because we aspire to be like the individual, or, more simply, just because we want to. For you and everybody else, your desired goal always provides you with a positive outcome. It gives you something you want, even if that want is unconsciously driven. For others, viewing it from their perspective, that outcome may be viewed as negative. So let me explain what I mean with a couple of examples. Addicts of any description do whatever it takes to fuel their need. They are achieving their desired outcome with more alcohol, more food, less food, more drugs, or just more of something. And they will go to extreme lengths to get it, such as selling personal and other people's belongings, lying and deceiving, getting into debt and stealing. Someone comes home with great intent of doing some research. Maybe to write a book or do some personal development, such as going to the gym, and they end up sitting in front of the TV for hours with a bottle of wine. What is their driving force? We may not understand it as the viewer, but there is definitely one for the person being observed. Let's look at a couple of positive examples with a more generally accepted encouraging outcome. A young person decides what they want to achieve in life. They study like crazy to get the grades required, to get to the top university and to study in a class of four with the top professor in their subject matter field and they achieve it. An individual from an underprivileged background wants to change their life, achieve greater things than have ever been achieved in their family and become independently wealthy. And they are successful in achieving their goals. Now for every example shared, the opposite can be true as well. Not everyone becomes an addict, Not everyone slouches in front of the TV, not every student achieves their potential and not every underprivileged individual becomes independently wealthy. Everything you do is goal driven. Everything you do is because you want the end result, whatever that end result may be. The examples are all based on how motivated the individual is to achieve their goal. Now, if you know your goal consciously, can keep it in focus and resist the temptation of your old ways, you can achieve marvellous results. The rest of this chapter will look at what drives you and how you can change your habits and behaviours over a period, both short and long term, with the aim to achieve whatever it is you want. I reference no theory in this chapter. There are many to read and learn, which are of use to us all intellectually, And unless the theory is practically applied and interpreted into reality, all they remain are theories. I have spent decades interpreting theories into real life behaviours that make a difference for the better. 
a few more questions for you to think about first. What are your drivers? What are your values? What is your risk tolerance? How much do you want to fit in with the norm of your social group? How much do you really want, on a scale of 1 to 10, the thing it is you are aiming to achieve? And as an addition to the book, that question, how much do you really want, on a scale of 1 to 10, the thing it is you are aiming to achieve, is a question you can ask yourself over and over and over about anything you are working with for yourself, your business, your company, your life, your relationship. And then as a final question, how comfortable are you with change? There are a lot more questions to ask, but these will start you on the journey to understand your own motivators. Your motives create your habits for good and bad as they are your driving force. There is so much information coming to us on a minute by minute basis. We make thousands upon thousands of decisions every day. So many, in fact, we cannot be conscious of all the decisions to do or not to do something that we do make. We would be completely overwhelmed if we did. So what do we do? We create patterns of behaviour that we do not have to think about as it is quicker that way to achieve our outcomes. We create habits that get us what we want in the easiest manner. Your habits have created your behaviour through your values, beliefs and attitudes. I'm going to break this chapter down into short snippets. So the next um, recording will be around habits. Then I will talk about values. Then I'll talk about attitudes. Then social intelligence. Then self-perception. Collective perception. Choices. Delayed gratification. That's a good one. I've learned that. The power of questions. Focus. And that's the end of this chapter in this book. Um, there'll be no more than 10 minutes each section. So look for the next one. And I'll talk to you all very soon. Happy listening. Thanks for listening to the Conscious Leadership Podcast. You can contact Julie on LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Pinterest and hear me out. Please subscribe to her YouTube channel for how-to videos and more content. And please message Julie to have your questions answered. Until next time, remember, knowledge plus action with a plan creates magical results. See it, say it, write it, believe it and achieve it.